I'd like to share this morning on the topic, on the message, let it be. Let it be. The moment some of you hear, or the moment some of you see even this topic, you immediately say, hi, I know that one. I know that one. Yes, it is one of the popular Beatles song. Those baby boomers, you will recognize it immediately. The lyrics was written by Paul McCartney in 1969. And he talked about when he was facing trouble, when he had a hard time, there would be Mother Mary who would come and whisper in his ears words of wisdom. Now, Mother Mary actually is the mother of Paul McCartney. His mother is named Mary, but she died when he was just a young boy. And so whenever he faced troubled times, he will remember the words of the mother who said, let it be. Paul wrote those lyrics in troublous times. At that time, in 1969, there was a war in Ireland. There was the Vietnam War and many different kinds of wars all over the world. So he was talking about a time when the people were angry and they were fighting one another. And in the midst of it all, the words of the mother came to him and said, let it be. Yes, in the 1970s, I loved that song. I sang it many times. And many of you baby boomers out there, you also have sung it countless times. Let it be, let it be, let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be. Oh, yeah? Let it be. I didn't know it then, but then how stoic the words let it be can be. How negative it is to just Resign to the world, resign to the condition of the world, and just accept it and let it be, and hope for an answer. But then a few weeks ago, the words came to me, and I realized that, hey, maybe, maybe Paul McCartney did not get it from his earthly mother who was also named Mary. But maybe he could have got it from the Bible because actually it's from the Bible. And we find it in Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to verse 38. I'd like to invite you to just read this passage of Scripture together with me. The Bible says in Luke chapter 1, verse 26, 
In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth man with her, who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. And so we have here the greatest announcement. The greatest announcement that has ever been made. God made this incredible announcement and sent the angel Gabriel to Mary. It wasn't announced to the whole world. The greatest announcement ever made was made to just a teenage, a teenage girl. And the angel Gabriel said, you shall bear a son. He shall be great. And you will call him Jesus. And he will save the people from their sins. Mary at first was terrified, afraid. But then after that, she asked, how can this be? There's a problem here because I am a virgin. And the angel said, Behold, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the Almighty over will overshadow you. And you will bear a son. Nothing is impossible with God. And then Mary responded to that incredible announcement in her own simple way, and yet so very profound, in the simple words of Mary to the greatest announcement in the world, Mary said, let it be. Let it be to me according 
to your word. Wow. I don't know about you, but if the angel were to appear to you and make this kind of announcement to you, and you were the chosen one, I don't think you can be just, be very passive about it. Maybe you will be in shock, yes, and you will jump around, and, and perhaps you may even be sil silent. And you don't know what to say, speechless. But Mary, just a 16-year-old girl responded by saying, let it be, let it be. To me, according to your word. And friends, brothers and sisters, these will be the words of Mary. And she will repeat it many times in her life. In different situations. This will be the theme of her life. And I pray that we will learn to let these words be the theme of our life as well. But the words of Mary is different from the word of Paul McCartney. McCartney said, let it be. in a weak resignation to the conditions of the world, that he and others are powerless to bring about any change. But when Mary said, let it be, it is not in a weak kind of way. It is not being resigned to the conditions of the world. It is not negative in any way, but rather it requires strength. It requires stamina. It requires fortitude. It means aligning ourselves to what God is doing and sur surrendering even to His great wisdom and power. Let it be. But what does it actually mean? When Mary said, let it be. First of all, it means saying yes to God. Let it be to me. Mary said yes to God. Somebody has suggested that perhaps Mary was not the first person that God approached to bear his son. There were others perhaps that the angel had approached, but they did not say yes. But Mary was the first person to say yes. And we don't have biblical basis for that. It could have happened. But definitely Mary was the first person to say yes. Now how difficult is it for us to say yes to God? Some of us struggle with that. Because we think that when we say yes to God, that means we are saying no to ourselves and no to everything that we like to do. God is a fun spoiler. He spoils everything. If I were to say yes to God, that means I lose everything. Is that right? No. You could not be more wrong than that. 
A man who was converted later in his life. He later realized that when he said yes to God, he discovered that the life that he had lived before that actually was so unhappy. He thought that he was happy, but actually he was most miserable. But the moment that he said yes to God, he discovered the true life that God has for each and every one of us. You don't lose out when you say yes to God. But many of us are afraid because of the unknown, because of the uncertainty. Perhaps some of us are saying, okay, I will say yes to God someday, but not today. Because you have your own plan, you have your own agenda. And if you were to say yes to God, everything is gone. You could not be more wrong. Don't delay in saying yes to God. Because every day that we delay in saying yes to God, we are missing out on what God has to offer to each one of us. The greater life, the more fulfilled life, the life filled with the peace, the joy, the love of God, walking in His goodness, in His care, in His protection. And so, Mary said, let it be. Mary said yes to God. Not everybody is so fast to say yes to God. We have people like Moses. When, when the voice of God came to him, oh, he, he was terrified, and, and, and his immediate response is, no, Lord, not me. Find somebody else. I am not qualified. He gave a lot of excuses, but he finally said yes to God. Jonah, when God says, go to Nineveh, preach to the people there that they may be saved and not be lost and destroyed. Jonah said, no, he ran away. He tried to run away from God, got into a ship. There was a storm. He refused to say yes to God until he was in that kind of perilous situation. And finally, reluctantly, he said yes. But Mary is different altogether. The moment she heard the announcement, her immediate response was, yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, 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 let it be. When she said, let it be, those were words of trust. She trusted in God's plan. Even though a large part of it she could not understand at all. And yet, she trusted in God's plan. That's all that God is asking from us. Trust Him. Now Mary had her, her own plan. She's a teenager, 16-year-old. She's engaged to Joseph. They may not be rich, but they are happily in love 
with each other. They, they, they are beginning to make marriage plans already. And like any other girl, she has a dream of her own. She dreams of marrying the man, the charming Joseph. She dreams of having a child or children, having a family set up, settling down in Nazareth. She has her own dream and plan. But the moment that the angel announced to her the plan of God, she trusted and she accepted God's plan. She said bye-bye to her own plan. Wow, that kind of a trust. So much trust in God. All of us have our own plans. And during this pandemic, I'm sure many of our plans have gone haywire. Messed up. Upset. But don't give up. God has always got a plan for each one of us. We may not fully understand. We may not fully see. In fact, we will never be able to fully grasp and comprehend it. But whatever that God reveals to us through His Word, let us trust in His plan. So Mary trusted the plan of God and accepted the plan of God and said, let it be. I'm sure you have your own plan. I have my own plan. Oh, yes. I had my own plan when I was young. After I finished my education, what I want to do, what I want to be. But after I accepted Jesus Christ, filled with the Holy Spirit, God showed me His plan. And I said, yes, Lord. I obey. I will follow your plan, O oh God. And that's why I became a pastor. It was never my plan to be a pastor. But that night, that day, in 1975, when God revealed and downloaded His plan into my life, I said yes to God. And I have never, ever regretted it. Because God's plan is definitely bigger than my plan. Because God's plan is definitely better than my plan. Because God's plan is definitely more rewarding than my own plan. And when you trust in God's plan, you can be sure that it will work that way as well. So learn to say yes to God. It may not come easy. It calls for a big decision sometimes. And the path ahead may not be easy. But when you say yes to God, He will bless and He will provide. He will protect and He will lead you. 
And so when Mary said, let it be, it is also a sign of a surrendering of her will to God. Surrendering of her will to God. And this is one thing that's very important. Christians, sometimes we miss this one out. The word, let it be. that Mary uttered here is very strong and very emphatic. The Greek word comes from ginoito. And ginoito, for example, in the King James Version, is translated as be it done. Wow! Ginoito! That's what Mary said in response, Ginoito, be it done, or let it be done. When she surrendered to God, it was a complete 100% Ginoito. A complete surrender, and it is very emphatic. There's no double-mindedness about it at all. Amazing. She doesn't know God's will. Besides that which the angel had announced to her. She doesn't know her future. And yet she's able to say, Ginoito. Done. It's a done deal. Wow. It amazes me that she can say that. Many Christians, praise God, saved by the grace of God. And we know that we are bound for heaven. But it doesn't stop there. We may be Christians, but are we disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ? And a, a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, a follower of Jesus Christ is one who is totally surrendered to God. Otherwise, we may be just Christians by name. For example, the word repentance. The word repentance associated with the forgiveness of our sins. What does it mean? Many times we think repentance is, okay, I changed my life. There's a change of my life. But that's not repentance. True repentance is not just a change of our life, but actually it means a change of mind. It is a change of mind. It is a change of my will. I surrender my will to God. I surrender my thoughts to God. Real repentance is a change of mind. Otherwise, we try to reform ourselves, you know, to change ourselves. We fall down and, 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 and we make mistakes again because our will is still our own. We have not learned to surrender to God. Mary said, be done. I surrender myself to your will. Fast forward, fast forward, 30 years later, three decades later, Jesus Christ 
at the Garden of Gethsemane. He knew what is going to take place. In a few hours, he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. He saw the cross coming. He's going to be crucified. He's going to die a terrible death on the cross for the sins of the world. And he prayed, Father, if it be possible, remove, remove this cup. I can't take it. Remove this cup. But then Jesus added, Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Not my will, but yours be done. Same words as what Mary have said. Same words. That is true commitment. And when we are able to commit ourselves to God, friends, that's where our strength, that's where our power lies in. It's not a half-hearted surrender. Okay, Lord God, if you ask me to do it, okay, I'll do it. No, no, no. But perhaps, God, you can find somebody, or maybe, maybe, let me get married to Joseph first. No. No argument, no excuses. Total surrender. Ginoito, be it done. I surrender myself to the future that you have for me. I surrender myself to your will. I don't understand it. In fact, none of us will understand fully God's will. Many times we, 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 we hold back. Because we said, but Lord, I don't know what your will is. But with the little that we know, as long as our heart is surrendered to God, He will lead us. He will lead us every step of the way. Mary doesn't know what God's will involves, but she's totally surrendered. Can we surrender ourselves to the will of God. When we do that, there will be the peace of God. Otherwise, we will always be frustrated. Why doesn't this thing work out? Why doesn't that thing work out? Because we are trying to control things. We are trying to just do things by our own strength, by our own will. But when you learn to surrender to God's will, friends, you'll be blessed. When we give ourselves over to God's will, good things will happen. Somebody say amen. Good things will happen. God will make sure of that. There may be hard times, there may be difficult times, but good things will happen. Corrie Ten Boom says, never be afraid to trust an unknown future 
to a known God. We do not know what 2021 may hold. How long this pandemic will be? What is God doing in the midst of all this pandemic? It will be revealed in due time. But friends, for now, I'm at peace. I'm not worried at all because I know God is working. We are surrendered to God's will and we trust God's plan. But Mary also said, I am the Lord's servant. I am the Lord's servant. In the J.B. Phillips translation, he says, I belong to the Lord, body and soul. Wow. She recognized who she is before God. I am the Lord's servant. God, I'm totally surrendered to you. You can do to me as you please because I trust in you. My future may be unknown, but I know that you are there. You will supply whatever that I need to do your work. Here am I, dear Lord, willing and available. I know I belong to the Lord. I'm not alone. And I'm not my own. When you look at Mary, she doesn't have much. Poor, uneducated, young, common, ordinary girl. And yet, God chose her. In the big things of life, she decided yes to God. Because in the small things of life, she has always said yes to God. She has always been obedient. She has always recognized, I am the Lord's servant. You know, it's such a blessing to serve the Lord. He chose us to serve His purpose. And He will lead and He will guide. He will continue to provide for each one of us. What a privilege to serve Him. Now, God may not call each one of us in such a dramatic manner as He called Mary. But even during these times, we can serve God in different ways. A telephone call, sending an invitation to others, giving a food packet to others, blessing others in different ways. Learn to serve God wherever that you are. We are God's servant. And so Mary said, yes, yes to God. That's what let it be means. But it's more than that. Let it be is a very powerful word. Let it be means release the power. Release the power. It's not just saying yes to God, but you begin 
to realize the power of the words, let it be. In the Christ, contemporary English version, it says, let it happen as you have said. Let it happen as you have said. It is a happening. Just three words. But oh, how powerful those three words are. Let it be. The word let is a transitive action verb. It expresses activity, a doable activity. Whatever things that you let will happen. Whatever things that you do not let will not happen. You see the power of the word let there? The word eat is an object of anything. It is all inclusive. The word be, to equal any meaning, to have the same connotation. So when you combine these three words together, let it be, let demands actions of what it and be represents. Let it be. Let it happen. Very, very powerful. Don't miss this one. And it is amazing that Mary would come up with these words. Let it be. Little words that carry a lot of weight, even in the realm of the spirit. When you let God be in your life, when you, got, when you let God's desire be your desire, then things will begin to move. Things will flow into your life. Powerful words, when released, will open the spiritual realm to power and blessings that you may not have realized in the past. So Mary trusted and surrendered herself to God. And that in itself releases power. When the angel announced that she will bear a child, she said, how can that be? Not doubt, but just wondering. The angel says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Mary gave her response, and after that, the Bible says, and the angel departed. Question. When did Mary conceive the child the Bible never tells us that. We do not know. But there was a promise that was given by the angel 
The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. When did that happen? Unlike Pentecost, we know exactly. The Holy Spirit came, there were symbols of fire and wind and other things, and they spoke in tongues. Very clear. But this is pre-Pentecost. And Gabriel says, the Holy Spirit will do it. The power of the Holy Spirit will come down on you, and you will conceive. But when did that happen? The Bible never tells us that. But I believe it was before the angel departed. And it was after what Mary said. And what did Mary say? Mary said, let it happen. Let it happen. And the moment she says, let it happen according to your word, I believe that the power of the Holy Spirit came down upon her, and she conceived at that moment. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us that, but I believe that that is one possible scenario whereby God moved in such a powerful way. The promise was given, but it must be activated. It must be activated. And we activate it by declaring, let it be. The three powerful words. And the moment those words came forth from Mary's mouth, power of God was released. We always say, for nothing will be impossible with God. That's what the angel said also. And indeed, we believe that. Whatever situations we are in, God can do that miracle in our life. But it's not just all of God's part and nothing on our part. We must learn to declare like Mary, let it happen. Let it happen according to the word of the Lord, according to the promises of God. There are so many promises that God has given to us that needs to be activated, that needs to be released, that needs to be declared, and you must declare it so that it can happen. The first word that God ever spoke that's recorded in the Bible is found in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. And there God said, Let there be. Not let it be, but let there be. Such power in three words. Let there be light, and there was light. Releasing the word of God as he has declared it. And so, brothers and sisters, that's when the impossible become possible. That's when the Holy Spirit begins to work with us and empower us and fill us. Declare what God has declared for you. Say what God has said for you. Can somebody say amen? Whenever we pray, we close our prayer, we conclude our prayer with the word amen. What does the word amen mean? The, aim, the word amen basically means yes. So be it. So be it. 
the word led is a powerful word. It demonstrates action. Be it is an affirmation of whatever you led. It's an affirmation. It's a release. So when we say the amen in our prayer, we are saying, yes, God. Yes, God. So be it. We agree. We affirm. Let it be. Let it happen. 2 Corinthians 1 verse 20. For as many as are the promises of God, they all find their yes in Him. Other translations, it says, the promises of God are yes and amen. Yes and amen. For this reason, we also utter the amen to God through Him, to the glory of God. How many times have you said amen in this service? When you learn to say amen, you're releasing the power of God, the promises of God in your life. Learn to say amen to whatever God is saying to you. When you hear the word of the Lord, learn to say amen. Yes, Lord, I agree. Let it be done. Powerful. Don't miss out your amen. And so as we come to the end of 2020, and as we enter into 2021, let us learn to say amen. Amen. To whatever God has for us. Amen to the things of God. Amen to the word of God. Amen and amen. Let it be, oh Lord. And we also must let God be. Let God be the center of our life. Let God be first in our life. Let God be everything that He wants us to be in order to make us what He wants us to be. Let God be enthroned in our life, in our family. Let God's Word all take root in our heart. Let God be what He wants to be in our life. So let us learn to say, let it be like Mary. By that we mean saying yes to God and releasing the power of God in your life. Praise God. Let us pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Have you said yes to God? Perhaps there are some in our midst here, you're joining us in this online service. You have heard the word of the Lord. You have never said yes to Jesus Christ. For whatever reason it is, today I'd like to invite you to the greatest decision that you can ever make, to the best announcement that God has already made to us. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for each one of us to take, our, to take away our sins To forgive us of all our sins And to enter Into the abundant and eternal life That God offers to us You will not lose out God has given His best for us Will you say yes to Him today? 
All you need to do is just pray and invite Jesus Christ to come into your life. If you like to do that, I'd like to help you. If you want to receive Jesus Christ, if you want to say yes to God, let's do it right now. Pray this prayer after me, and God will do, and God will come into your life. Let's all pray together. Dear God, I'm so sorry. I have been saying no to you. But I thank you that you did not reject me. You gave your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for me. Thank you. I confess all my sins and ask you to cleanse me and to forgive me of all my sins. I invite Jesus Christ into my life to be my Savior, to be my Lord. I surrender my life to you right now. Review your plan. Review your will for my life. And I will follow after you. Thank you. I love you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have prayed a prayer, something fantastic has just happened. You have just said yes to God. And God has come into your life. He has great things in store for you. So to help you in your journey with God, do connect with us. Just indicate to us on, uh, uh, on the screen there and say yes, you know, that you have accepted Jesus Christ. And we will connect with you and, 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 and walk with you in this journey of faith. For the rest of us, let's come to the Lord even right now. Let us learn to say, let it be. Let it be to me according to your word. Whatever your situation may be, your plans may have been upset. You may be confused. You may be struggling right now. Oh, there's no peace in your heart. Let us learn to come before the Lord even right now. Oh, some of you may have just lost job and you wonder, God, what are you doing? God is still interested in you. He loves you and He has a plan to bless you, to lead you. You are never alone. You are His precious child. But today, learn to say, let it be. Let's come before the Lord right now. I invite you to stand right where you are. Let's all pray together. Surrender your life, your situation, oh, into the hands of the Lord and invite God to do the things that He wants to do in your life. Receive the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, let it be and activate the promise of God, the power of God in your life. Father, we just want to come before you right now. In Jesus' name, I lift up your people, dear Lord, who have received your word, dear God. Today, we declare, let it be, dear Lord, to us according to your word. I declare the word of the Lord, the promises of God. I activate the promise of God in these lives. Let there be healing right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness the body leave right now oh hallelujah oh god i declare let there be provision in the life of the people oh god that you will provide according to your riches in christ jesus 
Oh God, let there be deliverance, dear Lord. Oh, let there be freedom. Oh, liberty in you. Live up the spirit of your people. Cast away every fear that the love of God, the peace of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God flow into these lives, dear Lord. We entrust our future into your loving hands, knowing that you will lead and bless us, dear Lord. Today, we surrender our life, our family, into your loving hands. We will follow you, dear God. So, Father, bless your people. Lead each and every person, dear Lord, into the victories that you have already won for us. For we are your servants. Be glorified in our lives, we pray. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. In Jesus' name, we pray. Hey!